0: Episode 1, Just Warm Spaces. Rahim Bismillah Bismara. Hey, this is Nikki and Jasmine. And this is Runa Akbari. Welcome to Just Warm Spaces, a micropod about creativity, life, and culture. The intention of this podcast is to have
1: necessary conversations
0: about things that just aren't being talked about enough. That was definitely a huge inspiration behind why we wanted to start this podcast. It's actually kind of a branch from a web series called Space for Us Journal, which is a web series about women of color who are pursuing their passions as their careers. so this is just kind of an extension of that and um, I am currently in Los Angeles recording from my very warm bright room and Rona is recording from Florida. Um, yeah how do we how do we want this to grow Rona? Um, I think that's a really good
1: question I'm not really sure where this will grow into, but I hope that it can create some necessary dialogue that has been missing from our lives personally. Hopefully we can connect with other you know, women and non-binary and just people from similar backgrounds to us about some of our lived experiences.
0: Yeah, and we just want to have a space where we are okay with being ourselves and just Feeling our feelings, and sharing them, and putting them out there, um, it's, this is definitely a personal archive for me, and I know it is for you too, Rona, so it's, it's interesting to, to archive these thoughts and these emotions, and just kind of compare how you're growing, but also, um, the beauty of putting it out there is seeing who else you can grow with, you know, we live in a time where we are able to do that. I remember, that you know, a couple weeks ago
1: or maybe a week ago, Nagin texted me about how she wished that she started a podcast a couple years ago and she wished that it could be something that she could return to in the present moment to look at as a personal archive um, and reflect on. And you know, it's never too late to start that, and I think that's a big part of why we began this as well as, you know, wishing that we had that space for us to reflect on and look back on. And um, yeah, this is also created with kind of the hopes to be a living, breathing document for us to return to and add to and
0: share with others. Rona and I met through Instagram. So many, I mean, I don't know, five years ago? Yeah. Four years ago? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. And, um, you know, we both discovered that our families are from Herat, um, a city in Afghanistan. And we also noticed that our grandfathers knew each other, or my grandfather knew your dad. Um, and no, our grandfathers we just... knew each other. Oh, wow. That's, that's and my And my dad knows your uncle. <laughs> wow (laughs) that's that's amazing and we we learned this about each other and then we were like i i personally felt magic happen it was this moment where i was like whoa because not only are you herati and afghan and muslim but you also we also have our ancestors who have connected and then we've connected but we're also both so on the same wavelength which is so special in our community because there we just have so many shared experiences i definitely feel like this is a spiritual connection and it was just
1: destined for all of us to find each other and connect and I mean you specifically Nikine as well like I just you're my sister and um it feels just kind of weird like saying this on recording because I tell <laughs> you this all the time so like we kind of know this but yeah it needs to be archived that it needs to yeah. be on on whatever how did they say it like on the it needs to be on the record that I
0: feel this way yeah so <laughs> it's it's on the most important record, which is the record of my heart. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I die. I, I die. I'm fully done. just... <laughs> now, this is a podcast about me and Nagin and how much we love
0: each other and... Essentially. Nas. Exactly. Welcome to Just Warm Spaces, where obviously it's very, very warm. It's and very lovey warm. And dovey in here. <laughs> okay, well... Okay. So, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Today, I definitely
1: felt kind of groggy when I woke up um, and tired. I had a really long day yesterday, but now that we're recording this, you know, I feel super energized and yeah, just grateful to be here,
0: excited to talk. How are you feeling, Nageen? Um, that makes me happy. I'm, I'm happy that you're feeling energized because I share that, that feeling and those energies with you. Um, but I'm feeling good. I, I spent the morning with one of my best friends here in Los Angeles. And she's also Afghan. And we went to Home Depot, got paint. We went back and painted her room. And then uh, now I'm here, it's a lovely day, just talking to you, um, I actually wore makeup for this moment, and like got dressed, even though I know no one's gonna see me, but I just need you to know that I'm doing this for you, like whoever's listening, slash for Rona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she looks amazing, just but that. she always does.
0: Thank you oh, so much. And she's wearing a t-shirt that says, feeling good. <laughs> yeah yeah that i actually got this shirt like the first week i moved to la because i'm such i'm so sentimental i'm like such a sentimental baby and so i saw this when i was thrifting once and i was like i am feeling good i live in la now (laughs) and so yeah wow that's so powerful that's powerful no let's Let's get into kind of a little bit of what we want our first podcast to be about.
1: Today, we're going to talk about something that's been on our minds this week, which is um, our relationship to sports and um, being outside and, you know, I guess, athleticism. And again, let me ask you this question. What images prompt
0: into your head when I say the word sports I when I think about working out and I think about being a teenager and having PE classes I think about very warm clothes and long sleeves and sweaty locker rooms and just feeling super awkward because I would never change in front of all the women I would change in the bathrooms because I don't know I was like no one can see my body because I'm very ashamed of it Um, There's a lot there, but yeah, that's, I don't know if that answers the question, but I see a lot of things and they're not really pleasant, essentially. Yeah, well, I mean, I totally,
1: I think that totally answers the question. Um, And I think I definitely have a lot of overlapping experiences with you. I mean, I definitely always think about, I would go into the bathrooms to change as well because I didn't want people to see my body and I didn't want people to see my body hair um I I totally feel you on that right now when I think of sports I think of my current relationship to sports which is I'm trying to develop an appreciation for sports that maybe I didn't always have um I definitely grew up around sports I played sports on and off in high school and middle school um my you know my younger brother played it um my younger brother Rashid played basketball and cross country so it was around um so I, I remember growing up during mill which were basically like picnics outdoors the men would always play soccer or volleyball and the women would just kind of you know hang out and drink chai or like go for walks or you know whatever but it was never really something that I was super confident in myself about or felt super involved with. It was always like I was tagging along with the guys or like my male cousins or I was watching the men play. It was never something that I saw women who were in my community Um, I never saw women in my community participate in sports or even wellness in general in some ways. Like, um, I think wellness in Afghan culture looks very different than, you know, the Western conception of wellness. Basically, wellness for women looks a lot different than wellness for men
0: in the Afghan community in particular. I wanna talk about how you about your comments on how you recently got into sports and athleticism and do you feel like that's something that COVID gave you the space to do or was that something you started when you were still in New York? I definitely
1: think that COVID, I think that the pandemic actually um gave me time to think about this and um I mean, definitely like, I have a lot of time on my hands. I'm currently back home in Florida with my family. So it's bringing, you know, it's bringing back a lot of memories of like my childhood right now. Um, But also I'm like pretty bored. Uh, I have a lot of time on my hands and I found myself just fussing around with my old lacrosse sticks. And you know, I bought a bike. I, we got a soccer ball and a basketball and, um, I've been, you know, playing, going to the soccer field with my brother, um, and just fussing around with these things, um, and teaching myself little tricks and stuff like that, um, just because it feels, it feels good to do that, I don't really have a regimen of working out um it's something i want to try to get into but for now i'm just like okay i want to play around and i want to teach myself tricks and um i think i guess actually like in new york i would skate and stuff um which i have my skateboard here too um so my friends skate and my friends play soccer like my friend mosley posts videos of themselves doing soccer tricks and I saw Mosley doing that and I was like whoa that looks really fun I want to do that as well um yeah I think a lot of it has to do with like the pandemic and being on Instagram and seeing my friends do tricks and sports and wanting to do that myself and record myself doing it um I don't know it's just like a little fun thing that I got into but I also realized there's like there's more to it than just like posting a video of myself jump roping or posting a video of myself doing a soccer trick yeah it like I do it because it it makes me feel good to be perceived (laughs) and I do it because I like wearing cute outfits and doing cute little tricks but also it, it there's like more to it it's like actually I feel super in control of my body and in ownership of myself in my physical body and I feel this big sense of agency in knowing that I know what to do with my body and knowing that I can learn something new and use my body in a new way um and I think you know as women we are conditioned through the patriarchy to lose control of our bodies and not take ownership of our bodies and you know not assert ourselves in physical spaces or online spaces so in some ways these like little instagram snippets are actually and not to like be like i'm doing this big performance art piece of like it's super important um Mm -hmm. but for me personally like again like it's a personal archive where i feel super powerful and i feel like it's uh you know a little bit transgressive and subversive and powerful
0: so rona um the other day you posted a thread on twitter that i read and you know like i mentioned before really inspired this conversation today just because it resonated so much and i saw a lot of other women resonating as well so um if you'd like to kind of talk about what you tweeted about and um what what led you to those thoughts definitely i've been thinking a
1: lot about sports um and yeah i I tweeted this i tweeted this thread i'll just read the thread um so growing up i played sports for school on and off and i used to think that i was a naturally bad athlete but now that i'm back home i'm realizing a few things so One, my equipment would be whatever was cheapest and my athletic wear was just like leggings or random t-shirts and clearance items. I think I owned only like two sports bras probably and I still have them and use them. Um, And yes, I do fit into my middle school (laughs) sports bras. (laughs) That's probably sad. (laughs) Um, Two, I didn't grow up with older siblings or women in my family who played and I didn't really have an embodied knowledge around sports. Um, and three, training during the off-season or playing club sports or travel was never a thing. I didn't, um, all of my friends did it, and so I knew it. it was, but just it was not accessible to my family. Like, my parents were working multiple jobs and we just didn't have time for that. So of course I've thought about Inequity in first gen low income communities in relation to getting into college or access to mental health resources, but I never really thought about my relationship with sports until recently. So I was really, during this time as a young preteen and teen, thinking and feeling that wow, I. I just could never be that good. I could never be as good as the skinny blonde white woman who could run, like, five minute miles and, you know, somehow were able to just make, you know, shooting goals look super effortless. And they were always, you know, starters, they were always team captains, and I just didn't see myself as that i i don't think that i am naturally unathletic i think i'm actually pretty good in some ways like i like moving my body and i like i like sports um so all these things that i felt like in my childhood i judged myself for i find myself kind of uh contradicting it now and you know I've, as I've talked to different Muslim women um, and educated myself more, I just don't think that way anymore.
0: I feel like so much of that goes back to how we perceived our bodies as children and how we perceived our bodies as young teenage Muslim girls. Um, we're, We're taking control back. We are experiencing the world through nature and through sports and through physical activity and and in ways it's it's so empowering and also there's just so much healing in nature my association with sports and working out was just like miserable um but then there was a point in my life i think maybe after i graduated from high school where i was like working out makes me feel really good so i just kind of found my own way just like so many first gen kids do. It's like, you find your way and you come out okay. And um, you're going to keep doing things for your child self, whether that be posting videos on Instagram and feeling really good and proud about it, or just like camping and just laying under the trees. It's, it all goes back to doing something for your young self. So I think they would thank us (laughs) for the work we're doing now. And we're not behind. We're on time.
1: No, we're totally on time. I think our middle school selves would be very
0: proud of us. I think so too, 100%. <laughs> that feels pretty much about how I feel about it. And um, yeah, I'm excited to just continue exploring these these vast emotions and these yes. crazy crazy experiences in our past.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope that this this space can be a way for us to talk about these weird experiences that, you know, we don't realize where, I always felt like I was the only one who felt that way, but you know, when I talk to you or my other friends, it comforts me to know that actually I'm not an anomaly and it's quite common actually. Um, And Yeah, hopefully there will be a number of topics that we can
0: explore uh, to heal ourselves. A cute little thing we want to do at the end of each podcast is um, share a song that we've been vibing with on this day or this week or this month. Right now, I can't stop listening to the song Do It by Chloe and Halle um it just really yes. makes me feel good and rona <laughs> and i sang it before we started to hype our song
1: <laughs> we synced our phones up and listened to the song at the same time it was there was some remixing going on there was, def- there was some yeah, innovation was
0: actually, i think it was really good <laughs> what about you what are you listening um, to? So
1: I, this weekend I have been listening to Daddy Lessons by Beyonce um, and the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, um, but yeah, I don't know, just like, ah, that song just makes me feel like I get goosebumps when I listen to that song. Yesterday, me and my best friend, we were driving up to the beach and we were playing this song and it was like the sun it was like golden it was golden hour we were we're i'm in florida so we're in the south um and it was just these like winding roads in this it was just this beautiful southern summer day with these winding roads and the perfect weather and like we drove down this road where the marshes were on to our left and there was forest to our right. And then when we got to the beach, there was like, it was just a beautiful day. And so I've been listening to that song because, I don't know, it just, I, as much as I have my gripes with growing up in the South, I'm so proud to be Southern and I don't know. It just makes me feel a type of way. I love Beyonce and the Chicks. they, they really do it for me. And that song is just like, hmm it's just super powerful and kind of like fiery energy
0: that sounds perfect um, so I think that pretty much concludes our first episode I would like to thank Joshua Hill from The Hill and Mine for the incredible music that was played throughout the podcast and I would also like to thank Zair Lashed Zia for creating this stunning illustration um thank you both so much and to anyone else out there that's listening i hope you're having a really lovely night or day please subscribe
1: follow us on social platforms follow space for us journal love on us (laughs) wait also happy new moon
0: happy new moon everybody right? yes new moon and leo hey happy new moon and leo
1: live your best lives bye y'all